This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce the respective managers. First of all, I'd like to introduce the captain, Luis Albano. And ladies and gentlemen, in the corner to my left, the golden boy, Arnold Skolin. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce, in the corner to my left, the promising young wrestling star who is a protege of the champion, and he will appear here in Madison Square Garden three weeks from tonight on February 7th as he will oppose executioner number one. Let's have a warm Madison Square Garden welcome for Larry Zabisco. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. One fall to a finish. Introducing in the corner to my right, the challenger from Portland, Oregon, weighing 297 pounds, recognized as the strongest man in the world today, Ken Patera. His opponent, formerly of Abruzzi, Italy, now residing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, weighing 250 pounds, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion, Bruno San Martino. Well, that was quite a quite a lead in there, folks. Uh, hey, welcome aboard. It is oh Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday, April 16th of 2020. You're listening to yet another edition of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition here on Radio TFI. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, 
tallest building in Queens, so I'm told. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening once again, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. We are down here in the vault, in the rarely used uh, wrestling section of the vault. And we, we dug up that from January 17, 1976. The one, the only, Howard Finkel, who John can elaborate on. Uh, we lost Mr. Finkel, I guess it was today or yesterday. And uh, so we put we pulled that out. Uh, for John and, and all the wrestling fans out there. And John, I hope you've remembered to push the record button on your side. I haven't. You should. <laughs> Would you? Are you having issues there already? Yeah, just push the record button. <laughs> One moment, please. All right, before I go on a rant about that, that just shot up to the top of my list. <laughs> oh, you were just having issues. That's all there is to it. All right, it's me then. Fine, it's 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 me. My goodness, my goodness. You, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's all me. Absolutely right. Absolutely correct, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're ha- we're t- oh, that you were expecting an argument for some reason. No, no, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought I thought I could schmooze you into a slightly better mood because I did a wrestling thing for you, and I know how much you love your wrestling. Oh, I love my wrestling. I also like it when my freaking equipment works too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Right now, my tablet is. Uh, I'm I'm trying to reconnect with you on the Skype. Uh, oh, we're gonna have plenty to bitch about here tonight. Welcome to Temper Tantrum Pretty Thursday. Much. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. By the way, I'm coming through. Uh, I'm coming through on Skype again here, just so you know. Oh, okay. That that would that would explain it. Where? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's big time professional radio here, kids and kittens. You picked a great night exactly. for it. We hope you. We hope you're here tonight. And I promise you, tonight, if you call in, we're actually going to answer the phone. We had. Uh, we had thrown the switch. Would you please let me call you there, pal? I thought I was. Hang on. Don't move. No. Let me call you. Okay. Poor favor. Poor favor. Well, this is just riveting yes. radio now, isn't it? Now, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, it is. Life, life is beautiful here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Jesus. Now I can so, Well, see I got... Looks like we got plenty to bitch about already. Yeah, well, let's... For starters, I can see your nostrils. Well, I wish I could see your nostrils. Might want to pick up that tablet, bud. Oh, I have to get it. So, anyway, John's having problems oh. with his tablet, with our, our Skype connection. I We had trouble here at the main studio... With our audio connection, which we've been using for months almost flawlessly, tonight it decided we're not going to accept your password. No matter what I did, I couldn't sign in. So I, I finally had to do the, you know, change your password thing, and thank goodness I checked it. Um, so I, I can't say I'm upset with uh, with Source Element, our audio, uh, the people that provide our audio for us, because it's free. 
And they did have a I say, what do you want for nothing? Exactly, exactly. And they had a message up there where that their their support was swamped tonight, but but they are taking care of their paying customers first. And you know, you can't hardly argue with that. If we can if we no. can if we can scoosh that that screen just a little bit. You know, go ahead, roll those eyes. Good, perfect, right there. Now I can see that bright <sighs> shining face. Go ahead, roll those eyes, buddy boy. Go ahead. They've been rolled about four times already. So tell me about about the Fink. Well, he was he's been a long time announcer there, um, with WWE, WWE, WWF. Um, you actually got one of the earlier clips there, uh, when Bruno was still champion. That was his debut. Um, but that was that was his debut. Oh, was it his debut? I okay. That's, that's why I played it. Okay. I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was with them for quite a while, and uh, he was in through the whole Hulk Hogan, the whole rock and wrestling thing. Uh, according, according, I think he finally... Huh? Rock and wrestling. I, I'm just letting that go. According to an article I read about him, he was the first and longest serving employee of WW mm-hmm. fill in the blank, whatever it was, and is now currently the personal announcer for something or someone called CM Punk. Oh really? I, I look I, I watch I don't I know don't where know. yeah. I don't I, know where CM Punk is these days. He used to be a WWE uh wrestler he quit he's one of these guys that goes off script quite a bit and but uh huh well right now he's um announcing for uh that uh that great um wrestling promotion in the sky actually well yeah there he goes he's with andre the giant and uh uh, uh the what's what was his name gorgeous george and uh Bobo Brazil, Bruno San Martino, Bruno San Martino. There's a whole gang of them, whole gang, and Lou oh, Albano, yes. I believe. I think Lou Albano. Yeah, uh, Captain Lou's been gone for a while too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's in good company up there. Even I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. So yes, he is. So that was, so, uh, and one of these nights we're going to have a wrestling show or a wrestling show. You up let, for that? I'll let you educate me one night. I was going to say, that might be one of the few topics I can probably dance circles around you in. Yeah, yeah, there's no question, but probably not as much as you'd think. I think I could surprise <laughs> you here and there. Okay? So anyway. I won't have any Bobo Brazil. Well, I, I actually like never saw him wrestle. I never did either. I, I never laid eyes on the guy. I think I've seen one picture of him. Bobo Brazil, oh. old, old-time wrestler. I went to school with this kid. I knew his I knew his son when we were kids. Okay. Randy. He was six feet tall when we were like twelve years old. That's no joke. Well, he may not have been six feet tall, but he was he was a walking with him was like walking with an adult, man. It was cool to have a thirteen year old that size around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So as we promised, today is uh uh temper tantrum uh Thursday, and it's probably a good thing that everything kind of fell in the old crapper you're getting us logged in here because uh, 
I didn't really have a lot to complain about. Neither did I. I do now, though. Tell you the truth. I am fired up. No kidding. But no because kidding. Because even God. when I'm even when I'm fired up, I'm a nice guy. So after you, there, sunshine. Oh, who the hell are you trying to kid? Oh my God! See, and that's another thing that you burns do... my ass. What you don't that? you don't appreciate me. Oh, jeez! You, you don't. I don't you, appreciate. You don't you? appreciate the fact that I have built this this station brick by brick with my, my with my own hands, and you just come in and suck up all the glory, and right out the door he shows up two minutes before airtime and boom right out work the door. Work and slave, work and slave. I That's know all sooner. I ever did. By the time I don't even have finished saying see ya, I'm about halfway through C. John is out the door. Hey, you're not paying me by the hour, son. <laughs> apparently, apparently not. <laughs> oh, and yes, you are also included or invited, I should say, to join us here. 754-800-CHAT, 754 uh, if you have something you want to get off your chest, and you know, and I only, I like, only say like, that half like the jokingly, cr- like the crappy phone service here. Yeah, yeah, we had a <laughs> VIP caller right. here yesterday, and he calls me up today. He says, well, "I didn't know if you guys were. Or I heard you on the, I heard you on the radio, but." You didn't. Nobody answered the phone when I called. I got a message from Google Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened? And and I'll I'll be happy to explain it. I have the phone set only when it rings. Only I can hear it. Okay, through my headphones. Mm-hmm. But I had my speakers, my computer set up slightly different yesterday, so I could play some clips directly from my PC. It's kind of a technical issue, and I never reset them back. Kind of like every time John pushes his cough button and doesn't come back. And you hear me constantly say, John, we can't hear you. John. What made you think I wasn't done? What made you think I was done coughing? Anyway. So so my apologies to the VIP. And I promise you the phone will be answered tonight without question. That's right. And if you that like could, that could have been the mouse calling. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. I don't disagree. Could have been the mouse calling. Don't disagree. Uh, he's still Ed, you're it. killing me here. Ha <laughs> ha. You're you're killing me. I snare. He's he's still he's still uh, traumatic about the ducks, so you know, let's not let's not work ourselves up about that. <laughs> no. Uh, today actually I you know, just going by today from work, it was actually a fairly uh, peaceful day. No, 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 no. We don't want to hear Why? about pe- peaceful and and nice and pleasant. No, temper tantrum oh, I'd have Thursday. Had to gone a couple of days ago. I'd have had to go a couple of days ago for that's fine for a passenger incident. Oh, go, go, oh, I forgot what this jackass did by the way i f- totally forgot but other than um oh i know i forget he reminded me of one of your explanations for one of your ex uh, passengers when you were on the dark side 
I pulled up in front of this guy's apartment. Correct address. 14, the address was 1401 Portland Avenue. Okay. Right on the corner of 14th. Don't let him know I'm out there. He uh, says, I don't see you. you got to back up and turn down Portland. Sir, I'm on Portland. No, you're not on Portland. I can't see you. And I'm looking, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, is it the is it the building that's next to next door? Maybe there's a couple different buildings to mm-hmm. that address or whatever. So I don't know what the hell you do. I'm gonna walk around to you. So here he was. Stop moving. Come John, the corner. He was on John, 14th. You got to stop moving around. We're getting a lot of choppiness, but the story's great. I just hate this. You know, and then he, he wants to, you know, he gets, you just must not, you just be like the rest of those drivers that don't know what they're doing. And I says, well, sir, and I just about, I just about said, this guy was like two of me. Ooh. One of those, when he gets in the, when he gets into the car, the car sinks and he sits down in the car, <laughs> car, car does this. <laughs> Excuse me for the visual, but basically leans to the pick, to the right somewhat. There, picture picture the Flintstones getting the Bronto ribs at the drive-through, and the car tips oh, and over. She sets the ribs on the yeah, yeah. By the way, when I was a kid, I thought that was a sofa. I thought it was a couch. <laughs> now that's funny. That's that's some funny stuff. Yeah, no kid. And, you know, then he just started banging his gums along the way. And fortunately, finally, he got a phone call that took him about 20 minutes to deal with. And he finally shut up. Then he just wanted to be nice. Yeah. After he got done with his phone call, he wanted to be nice. Yeah, that's going to happen. So All I right. just gave him a couple short one-word answers. and Well, I'm, I'm going to ramble on here. But while I'm doing that, John, I need you to reconnect with the audio. We're, again, we're having technical issues okay. here now. So I'm going to shut John off for a minute here. He'll hear me. He'll let me know when he comes back. You won't hear him. But gosh darn it, um, as much as much as I like the system we have now, and it's free, it's just frustrating because now John's cutting in and out, cutting in and out, and I've got him recording his side of it now. Now for the replay and the podcast, I'll put it all together and I'll make it sound real nice. And, and, and you'll hardly know that there was an issue at all, but uh, gosh, darn, it's just frustrating. And look, pre-show, we were having massive, massive problems today. Uh, like I, like I mentioned earlier, how you doing, pal? I'm back. You're back nice and clear and, and all that. Oh, good. So I was bitching and moaning about our uh, our audio system, which is great. Don't misunderstand me. It's great. It's free. I just discovered they have a video component, which if this works is going to be fantastic for us. You have no earthly idea, kids and kittens, what this is going to do for us. Uh, and uh, this way you all be able to see this fantastic facial hair of mine. Although, tune in Saturday to find out what the final result is. Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, here on the Taxi Stand Hour. Did Ed shave? Did he keep it? Because if I still got it Saturday, it ain't going nowhere. 
it ain't going nowhere because it looks like I'm going to be on lockdown for at least another month and a half. At yeah, least. Old uh, Cuomo just issued a extended the uh, stay-at-home order for another month, didn't he? Uh, I don't hear what he did, but I I watched the, uh, the 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 Trump rally this afternoon, and with what they're phasing in, uh, New York's not even we're not even going to be close for at least thirty days. We got a long way to go. Oh, so. he just. He exactly. is just so hell-bent he wants the sports season to start. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, just on the surface, okay, of what I heard in between falling asleep and on the very surface, it doesn't seem like a horrible idea. Start phasing places in. There are uh, plateaus that have to be hit, and if you don't get them, you revert back. So mm-hmm. there there might be look, everybody's freaking out. Everybody everybody's itching to get out. I get that. Believe you me. Today was a bad day for me. I just even though I left the house, I was just I'm kinda over it now. Okay. I've hit a wall. Yeah, the I'm, walls are starting to climb the walls are starting oh, to man. close in on him a little bit. Oh, man. Today is what? Uh, 28, 29, 30, 31. Day 32 for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31 or 32. And and I, I'm i not going to lie to you. I've, I'm uh, I'm in a spot. A couple days, I, I should be fine. This too shall pass. This too mm-hmm. shall pass. But right now, this moment... I, I've I've about had it. I want to kick the living daylights out of out of uh, Coronas COVID nineteens behind, and bring your eighteen brothers too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. I got out today. Yeah. and it was and it was like, man, I just it was a little chilly, and that that wasn't bothering me. I I, I but I, I just I was online someplace waiting to get into a store. I was chatting with somebody because I do that. I, and it just, you know, they're frustrated. I'm trying to put on a happy face. Although, I'll tell you, here's what's really bugging me. It's one of the other things that's really bugging me. I like to smile at people. It indicates, you know, I'm just joking around or I'm trying to be positive. It's hard to smile with a mask on. It's not hard to smile. It's hard for people to see. You know what the other thing is? Oh, I've been mean. This has been burning me for a week now. I've got an iPhone. Mm which has face ID, which if I look at my phone, it goes on. It doesn't recognize me with the damn mask on. <laughs> Holy smokes. I'm sitting there with the rubber gloves on trying to punch in a code. and You know, good gosh, Apple. What the heck were you thinking? <laughs> Didn't you anticipate well, this worldwide pandemic where we'd all be wearing well, masks? Well, obviously not. The nerve, the unmitigated gall. Obviously not. <laughs> By the way, uh, he did extend it to until May fifteenth. I'm not surprised about that. So, I mean, where, and where that's where, for New York City? That's a good thing. No, it's not a bad thing. I don't disagree with it. I don't disagree with it. We uh, we're in bad shape here, man. Over in New Jersey, mm-hmm. in a in a nursing home yesterday, yesterday or the day before. Uh, they they have a little morgue in there because people die. It's uh, set up for four bodies. They found seventeen, 
And that was an, on an anonymous <laughs> tip. They've been stashing bodies, which is sad, too, because it probably means there was nobody there to collect those bodies. Right. And, and that's pissing me off, too. Would you like a little... Would you like a little something to make you smile? Yeah, I would. Although it just, is temper tantrum. a little something. It's temper tantrum Thursday, John. Now I'm pissed off that you can't can't follow the format. You should be pissed off about something. I am. Well, I'm, I'm getting wor- there. I'm just trying. Oh, getting there. Dude, dude, just, we're 23 just, minutes into the show. You need to be there. You need to be there. Oh, okay. Well, then here you go. I already gave you the... The passenger end here. Yes. Now, I am just... Now, this tablet that I have been using... Yeah, poorly. For the last... Excuse you? Well, you're the one who couldn't get it up and running today. There was something that froze. Yeah. See, I do make one mistake when I shut it down. Is I don't close all the... I don't close all the apps. I just shut her down. Mm. And I should. This is an older tablet. It's kind of a senior citizen. Is it an Android or and an so iOS? It's a, it's a, an Android. Well, there you go. And it has served me. It has served me well. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have an iPad if you gave me one. How about I send you one? Would you take it then? Send it back. Oh, 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 challenge accepted. Oh, I would send it back or Chal- give oh, no, it to no, a no. homeless shelter. I'd give it to a homeless shelter, you dick. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot I, stand Apple products. Absolutely I, not. Here, wait a minute. I'm going to uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish about your tablet because now I'm pissed at something new. Oh, this got you know this thing has been has worked has not given me any issues other than the fact that it's a it's a tab A for Christ's sake you know that was no excuse me tab four Samsung tab four I've had the damn thing for oh damn uh, six seven years now oh oh it's ancient man you might as well have stone tablets. Well, well, since since I got this thing, I've had four phones since since I got this tablet. So. Man, now 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 my iPad that that you're viewing me on right now, my iPad Mini, I'll have you know, mm-hmm. this has served me mm-hmm. faithfully for about four or five years now. I've never had a problem with it, never, ever. So earlier in the day, earlier this hour. Now, for those of you, again, here's a little peek behind the scenes. Yeah, this is more me pissing myself off today, and I just noticed it. I went into a mild panic at the start of the show because we set up the opening theme to come on automatically. Uh, It's set on a timer. It comes on at the stroke of 9 p.m. Eastern. Well, it came on, and I wasn't ready for it. I have a little... I have things that let me know that we're close and I need to get set up. And I, I panicked and I thought I missed the first couple seconds of the show and and the recording. And I just looked at the timer. I had it set for a minute too soon. 
So y'all getting a bonus see, minute tonight. You're getting a bonus minute out of us. Let, let me explain something to you about my buddy here. He is the look up perfectionist in the dictionary. There is a nice, well-drawn picture of my friend and co-host, Mr. Red Van Ness, right there. And I wasn't happy with he that picture. Is, he had no doubt. He, I've told him on these settings, once you get it set where you want it, rip the freaking knobs off and leave it alone. It's not that simple, Skippy. I have, no. to, I have to use multiple settings at different times of the show. Okay? That's here on the technical side. You're over in talent where all you do is show up 30 seconds before the the show starts. And you're out the door 30 you're seconds You're lucky I show up that early. You're not kidding. The, the other night, I thought for sure you weren't showing up. I thought for sure. <laughs> so if I'm a perfectionist, fine. It's, it's, all, it's all to make you sound better. I do it all for you. Oh. I've given up years you and years. You think I need help? Oh, well. You think <laughs> oh, I need help sounding well, you, better? Well, you really want to get into this? <laughs> <laughs> Seven five four eight hundred chat. We can't do it together. We can't. No, we really can't. No, but you know who can? Hold on, hold on. Chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. I'll give Gerald a chance later on. Not Gerald. Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the taxi stand? It's Mike. Hour? Call us at 754-800-2428. I know it's Mike. At seven five four eight hundred two four two eight. Join the conversation. See that settled that. <laughs> well, I'm damn happy. Oh, what was it the other day you were pissed off about? Oh, there's so many two, and I f- who can who can remember again? Show related. Uh, oh, the fact that the oh that was just yesterday. He couldn't get on the internet. Couldn't get on. He was oh, uh, when I'll, you were trying to get on the internet all day, all day. I got to realize. Up. You should hear this guy sometimes. You know why he doesn't like to swear when we're doing the show? <laughs> he wears the shit all out. Easy. Watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking in a mirror, so I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, I run out. Yeah, you run out of swear words. I swear to God. I never said... I even blush. We talked about this last night. I've never said... I don't use the words. I just don't like to use them on the air. I think we have to keep our little slightly higher profile. I believe we can get our points across without using those words. And occasionally, every once in a great while, you use it to punctuate a thought. And it hits home. Who the hell are you trying to kid with that, by the way? Everybody. Who are you trying to kid? (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. I think we need something to laugh at here, right, at this particular moment. Oh. And and this, right now, this is from Jeopardy. And they're doing their um, college championships or something like that. They do this every year where they have a college, uh, they have college students from all across the country. And uh, you're going to laugh your ass off when you hear this. I hope so. 
One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Schalke. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Babe Ruth broke the beer and hot dog barrier. Yes, he uh, did. Uh, nobody played hungover better than the Babe, who, for those of you, uh-huh. he, for those of you scarring at home, or even those of you alone, uh, Babe was white. I'll take a second for to settle in with John. That's that's courtesy of Keith Oberman. I I can't take credit for that line. He used to use that on Sports Center all the time. Boy, I miss him on Sports Center. Uh. Really? He's doing right now. All he's doing, his only his tweets are about dogs now. Dogs, yeah. He's, I I really miss yeah, him. He's do, gone he, to the dogs. Yeah, I really miss. He was doing those those uh, short little uh, essays back early on in the Trump administration, and uh, I I wish he would get back into doing politics again. That's uh, every mm-hmm. once in a while he sticks his head in, but. You know, he made a decision, and all you can do is hang around and hope. Yeah, that burns me too. Keith Olbermann, start doing politics again, man. You got a good head on your shoulder. You know how to make a point and do it in an entertaining way. Something I, for Absolutely. one, am not able to do. So, hey, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, but every, you know, look, a blind dog finds a bone every now and again. You know, even a blind dog finds a bone. This is true. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. A broken clock is twice mm-hmm. is something. Is right now. twice a day, yes. There you go. Hey. What? Guess what? You know what I haven't done in a long time? <laughs> there's a I'm sure there's a long I list haven't. of things you haven't done in a long time. Like brush your hair. Ooh. Haven't haven't <laughs> had to. I did mine this morning. I'm back to having to brush How long did that take you? About that, four seconds? <laughs> I haven't slowed down that much. It's one swipe. Oh. It's one swipe. <laughs> oh. Hey, believe it or not, so we get to talk about Florida again. I haven't picked on Florida in a while. Yeah, it's been almost a day. <laughs> they have not picked on Anyway, what's oh so what are they doing down in my so old in a little said? town of little town of Sebring, Florida, wherever Sebring. The hell that is. That's in the center of the state. I've been there. Was oh, that in the Orlando area? Or no, no. What's no. its proximity? It is. Nah. Think of the middle of the state, uh, even with West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. I can tell you this: they have an Amtrak station because the very first time I ever took an Amtrak. I took it to Sebring from Fort Lauderdale. Hmm. There you go. I see. So anyway, 62-year-old Florida man was arrested this week, accused of threatening to shoot up a local public supermarket because there weren't enough people wearing masks during the coronavirus pandemic. Hmm. Highlands County Sheriff's Office said Robert Kovner of Sebring made the alleged threat in a Facebook post. Oh, oh, he wasn't actually there. No, I guess not. No, uh uh-uh. Pussy. 
Kovner said, or they said Kovner threatened a mass shooting because he was upset not enough people, in his opinion, were wearing masks outside. Officials did not disclose the public's location. Well, there can't be that many in Sebring. <sighs> Publix is a huge Never... supermarket. Right. It's a huge supermarket chain. I used to shop at Publix, where they say shopping is a pleasure. By the way, the most, uh, I don't want to say rudest employees, but uh, a Publix, if you're walking down an aisle, a Publix employee will not move out of the way for you. You have to move out of the way for them. And I don't know what it is. They put on those little green vests and their green shirts, and it, they just become, you know, they just won't move for you. It's just that simple. They rule. Hmm. But I used to love now their that prices. That would piss me off. Well, it did piss me off. That would hey, piss me hey, off. Hey, that pissed yeah. me off. Way back in the day when I used to go to Publix, which, by the way, that's something else I miss. Nice wide aisles in a supermarket. The supermarket I go to, while it is stocked and it has just about what I need, the aisles are tiny. I mean, it's New York City, real estate's at a premium. But boy, oh boy, are those aisles tiny. And by the way, people, I was... Stop with the toilet paper. Just stop. It's getting... Although, I, I was in a I was in a, a, a Walgreens today. And they actually had toilet paper on the shelves. Not that I needed it, but it was nice to see that it was there. And real, you know, a brand name, Scott, was there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wipe my butt with that stuff. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> I don't know what you said because it didn't come across, but still not coming across. Check your cough button. <laughs> Third time's a charm, John. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Come on. I said there was another eye roll for you. Yeah, yeah. You know what that? Why that? When that would have been much funnier? The first time you said <laughs> it. <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly. Hey, by the way, I yes. hate to admit it. I am officially a hoarder, by the way. Okay. I'm officially a whore. What's your point? Well, here you go. What are you hoarding? Come out sooner or later. What are you hoarding, sir? Well, a paper. How many how much do you have? Went to Walgreens today. Went to Walgreens today and picked up uh, not Walgreens, excuse me, Walmart. Picked up a few things. Picked up some medicine for Granny Annie. And I noticed that, my God, not only did Walmart have toilet paper, they had a boatload of toilet paper. This little Walmart that I've spent the, about a, a month not seeing any on their shelves. Hell, they had Scott, they are not Scott, they had Charmin, now Angel Soft. They had a couple of other different brands that there was plenty. So I said, you know what? Hell with it. I picked myself up a nine pack of the big rolls of uh of uh Charmin. I think now I am totally up to about forty five rolls of toilet paper. I think I think right. I'm good All for right. just a so, little while. So just let me be clear here. And this is gonna allow me to sleep tonight. 
and possibly talk to you in the future. So you only bought one package, one singular package. Right. It had multiple Why units. Why be a pig it. about it? Okay, I'm I'm dangerously close to being okay with that. I'm close. I'm not all the way there yet. But I mean, I could have picked up toilet paper today, but I don't need it. What I picked up yesterday or day before, whatever, two days ago, I said I I wound up with six ginormous rolls in this package, and I'm telling you, I am solid for the year. I am so. I hope I stay solid for the year, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you but, and me. <laughs> and by the way, kids and kids, so, if you need, if you find yourself going through eight to ten rolls of toilet paper during a week and you live alone, you got bigger problems right now. Okay, uh-huh. you really no, need to be in a right. hospital. All right. Now, if you have more people in the house and there's okay, obviously you need to account for that. You have to you know buy exponentially increase so you got 40 Mm -hmm. you have 45 rolls you have what five adults in the house yes okay so that's approximately nine i currently have seven and a half rolls but six of them are huge so for Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna say we have about the same amount of toilet paper Mm -hmm. i never thought i got charmin too oh well there i get to walk around the house when i'm done my heinies clean. Dude, I'm a Charmin guy. I'm a Charmin guy. So, And by the way, that's something else that burns my butt. And I've talked about this before. That stupid commercial where the two parent bears are standing there. I don't want to touch it. It's a pair of underwear. Kids' underwear. Then a little baby bear comes in. They don't wear clothes. What is it that he's done in that underwear that's not all over his fur? It... Look, I can I can suspend my logic for certain things, but but that just it just makes no sense. They don't norm. If it was Yogi Bear and he normally wore a suit jacket and you know I I could see that I can I can give the logic away. McGilla Gorilla wore suspenders and pants. I can I can live with McGilla wearing underpants. But I got my Heine is shiny and whatnot. That just reeks of all sorts of bad things. <sighs> oh, my goodness. And I've been a Charmin man for... You know you know how far back I go with Charmin? I was a Mr. Whipple fan. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. Fabulous actor. I can't remember his name right now, but he was a fabulous actor. Mr. Whipple. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Again, greatest the greatest line in cinematic history was in the movie uh, Night Shift, starring Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton as overnight morgue mm-hmm. attendants in New York City. Mm-hmm. The guy playing, uh, the one of the guys they relieve... Is play Ron Howard directed the movie and his brother Clint. Okay, you know Clint is in everything Ron does, but he's playing a real doofus. So he's sitting there watching TV. He's watching cartoons. Clearly, he's watching the Flintstones as he's turning off the TV and he's wrapping up the cord and all his little portable TV to take home. He says, "Man, Barney Rubble, what an actor!" <laughs> what? I have, I have never not laughed at that line for. However many years that movie's been out, 40 years. Bunny Rubble, what an actor. 
<laughs> what do and you th- say we take a second here and take a poke at your buddy Donald Trump? Sure, poke away. Just just a minor punk. Go punk, ahead. Uh, by the poke. way, by the way, where's Melania? I have no clue. Nobody does. I I don't miss Trump on a daily basis when I see him. I sure as hell ain't going to miss Melania. Well, as I told you when I first met you, it's the first lady I can get behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So he doesn't swear, but he does use sexual innuendo at will. Hmm. So. There was no innuendo there. Yeah. No, there was no innuendo at all. I was pretty upfront. Oh, come on. It's a cleverly constructed joke that the more sophisticated among us well, chuckle at. Where? Where? You can't see sophisticated? them. Sophisticated? It's sophisticated with an F. Oh. So anyway. So anyway. Yeah, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. So supposedly, according to Business Insider, the Trump administration paid a bankrupt company with zero employees $55 million for N95 masks. And, and what's your point? Company. And what's your point? So this company doesn't exist, and he paid fifty-five million for some uh, some masks that weren't uh, produced. Oh, oh! You're saying Trump, as president, said to this non-existent yeah. company, "Here's fifty-five million. Make us some stuff." Uh huh. You're not accusing the president of shady dealings, now, are you? Stop it! John. No, I'm just, and I'm just accusing him of stupidity. <laughs> okay, well, this is just one. I I don't expect, I don't suspect shady dealings. I just, uh, he's an idiot. I'm sorry. That's all. That's all I got for it. He's just an idiot. By the way, little Ivanka is at the uh, is at the. Uh, country club in new jersey violating the travel ban and also Mm -hmm. they have now classified the country club as a private home jesus christ it's uh you know it's it's good to be the king there's a good to be the king tell you what (laughs) tell you what it's yes uh, it is Them's our them's our people, but yeah, apparently apparently Melania has just disappeared. I read something; they think that she's staying with her parents in Maryland. Uh, you know, not that not that she's any great shake. She's a birther from way back, and uh, mm-hmm. oh oh, here's one for you. Now this is from Deadspin. And uh, now this is an editorial, so take it for what it's worth. Okay. But Anthony, uh, Dr. Fauci has been a voice of reason until now. So apparently the good doctor is starting to get a little itchy about wanting sports teams to start playing himself. Uh, Go ahead, finish. Well, I'll give you a couple lines from this. I don't want to pretend that I'm going to all of a sudden be a great reader here for you. (laughs) But, hey, there's just some things you can't fake. 
So with sports on an indefinite hiatus because of a pandemic that has killed more than 130,000 worldwide, it has never become more clear that our normal sports-driven lives have been or have always been an illusion. It's a realization that can be jarring. But what makes it dangerous is when government health officials try to feed the illusion. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and otherwise a voice of reason on all things pandemic, is now saying that sports leagues could sequester their athletes in order to resume or start seasons. There's a way of doing that, Fauci told Snapchat's Peter Hamby on Wednesday in one, in one interview of a week-long series. Nobody comes to the stadium, but the athletes in big hotels, wherever you want them to play, keep them well surveilled and have them tested like every week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family. Just let them play the season out. So he's starting to get itchy too about well, this. Well, he For, was, if you believe if you believe the editorial here. Well, he, he was asked about that today. And look, he's he's not lying. He misses baseball. Okay? I miss baseball too. And he basically said, laid out what you just said. Okay? He's not saying, up, oh, open up all the stadiums and let's have at it, kids and kittens. He understands to get it back at all would be, you know, a monumental effort because we are nowhere close to being out of the woods with this yet we still got we've got a long way to go and remember this is not going away it's gonna still gonna be here until and unless we get a vaccine that we can all take this thing isn't going anywhere of course the upside is some testing well yeah i at least some testing i agree with you that's the key testing it's if we know who's got it and doesn't have it then we can segregate and quarantine Okay, mm-hmm. if I have it, fine. I'm here. I'll stay here. I I agree with that. We need testing, and of course, uh, you know, look, if we had gotten started two weeks sooner on this, imagine the difference. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the difference. Two weeks, but of course, you know, that's another rant for another time about why we're seventy days behind South Korea. Uh, and by the way, and and as much as I don't like to bring Trump in on a, uh, when I'm just temper tantrum Thursday, I know why he says it, why he brings up the greatest economy ever, because that's his that's the last thing he can hang his hat on, uh, in the for the election. Oh, we had a great economy before all of this, which you had very little to do with. Okay, we had a great economy before you came in. Things were going fine. Have things gone up a little better? Yeah, great, wonderful. It's what you're supposed to do. Okay, you're supposed to look out for the people and make things better for them. But I, I'm just sick of it because he knows he's going to get trounced in November. This is not going to go well for him because right now, I mean, every day in that flipping rose garden, The ads are just writing themselves. Pick any 30 seconds of him rampaging at somebody. Not answering Mm -hmm. questions. Blah, blah, blah. 
Ay, caramba, oy vey. <laughs> but enough with the greatest economy in the world, okay? Because I'm sure the Romans, the ancient Romans would beg to differ. If you scale that, no kidding, right? if you scale that, okay, and I'm no history buff. I, I've read history in the buff, but I'm no history buff. But the Romans essentially... Here comes another eye roll. The Romans essentially controlled the known world at the time. They issued currency. They The economy, basically, the worldwide economy was theirs. Okay, not the whole world, but a lot of the known world was theirs. They, they conquered and owned... Oh, man. So, to say that, I'm not saying we didn't have a great economy, and I want our economy back. Because I was starting to do pretty good. But stop saying it, okay? Your base doesn't care. They're going to vote for you anyway. And you're not really... I know you're trying to fool about eight or nine people who may be on the fence come November. And, and that that's... Oh, do I want to see a landslide? Oh, do I want to see a landslide? I don't want, I'd I don't like want anything... A, I'd like to see a landslide land... Well, directly on that fake hairdo he has, but then nothing that's... fake. Nothing fake about the hairdo. The hairdo is very real. Unfortunately, it's more of a hair don't. Yeah, but exactly. I think the bigger question here is what's the over under on how many cans of hairspray he uses daily? I say five and a half. Yeah, enough to fry the ozone layer in uh, <laughs> thirty seconds or less. By the way, and this I, I, somebody I was chatting with. It's very interesting to see what's going on around the world. Uh, L.A., you can apparently see the sky in L.A. now because there's not as much traffic. Oh, I know. Animals are making their way into cities, places they haven't been able to go for centuries. Seriously. No, they are. They are. They're, you know, because people aren't out on the streets. So they're coming. Oh, you know what the biggest? Oh, my God. What a, what a sad story I heard this morning. Untold millions of gallons of beer are expiring because there's no stadiums oh, open no. there's no bar so they got to get rid of it there's a lot of crops out there they got to get rid of because they were meant to be sold to schools and, and and whatnot so and that's unfortunate that burns my butt you know what else burns my butt oh uh, i know hemorrhoids a fire about three feet high there you go you, you keep biting on that one and yes hemorrhoids don't uh just nature's speed bumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, if you want to be totally offended, I I, I stumbled across something uh, yesterday, today, today on YouTube. Gilbert Gottfried at the New York Friars roast for George Takai from Star Trek fame. Uh, all... Yep. All Gilbert did was come out and tell tell gay jokes. That's a nasty ones too. It was it. I mean, prepare to be if if that stuff bothers you, then don't. George sat there laughing his butt off. It was funny, and it is the funniest seven he's, minutes. He's great. Have you? Or do you follow him on Twitter? No, I don't. I should though. You should absolutely. Yeah. Great, great follow on Twitter. There's a docu- oh. there's a documentary out there about him, and I watched it a couple of years ago. He's a very quiet person. They showed him going around with his kids, and you know, uh, you wouldn't mm. know him. you wouldn't know him if uh, you know 
Now, now when he, of course, short of Gilbert Gottfried himself, I love nothing more than somebody who can do a great Gilbert Gottfried impersonation. Jimmy Fallon just floors. He does them right to the, I wish I could do a Gilbert Gottfried. But anyway, it was funny. It made me feel better. Uh, I was not offended by it. Uh, it's rough. It's if if you're offended by dirty words and and all that, then you don't you want no part of this. Okay, it is not for the politically correct crowd. I promise you. I promise you. Thank you. Right down my alley. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, hey, you know, uh, old uh, old Trumpy boy uh, asked a group of uh, prominent owners in American sports who join him in an uh, advisory group to discuss reopening the country. One of these was WWE's own Vince McMahon, who not all that long ago shuttered the XFL and declared bankruptcy. There's a guy you want on an advisory board. Mm. Yeah, I'm... Um... Him and Trump get along really good. Vince McMahon and Trump get along really good. He's they're both showmen. Uh, Trump is well, yeah, they're both showmen. Uh, they're both really well. I'd have to argue that Trump is probably a little worse of a businessman than McMahon. I mean, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty obvious. That that's but who, um, who goes who who goes bankrupt running a casino. Oh no! You are absolutely nobody right there, my friend. Nobody. You and I could no. run a casino and make money. People are bringing their money to you, expecting to leave it there. Where's mm-hmm. wh- wh- where do you go wrong? How do you fail at that? Anyway, <laughs> exactly. He really didn't do a whole lot of ranting this time, or I didn't. You. You you kind of carried the ball for this one. Are you disappointed? No, no, absolutely not. You you're sure now? You covered well. You covered I do what well, I well, sir. I do what I do when I do it. And I'm, you did uh, it well. And I did it well. I did it. I did it. I did it. Yes, and there we are. Yes, you did. Your your audio connection finally came back loud and strong, so that you could sit there and say practically nothing all show, and I had to once again carry you. This is why I have back issues. I've been carrying John Shannon for years. Years? Really? Three and a half years, three years. You trying to rewrite history now? By the way, this is show, is it 180? It's either 180 or 181. And that's only the shows that we have. (laughs) There's a bunch more missing. uh... Oh, yeah. There's at least 15 shows missing. At least. And that's all. Oh, the- oh. What? What? What, Bubby? Damn. <laughs> I forgot all I forgot to mention this. We lost uh Brian Dennehy. Yes, I saw that. What a shame. Always always enjoyed him. Always enjoyed him. One of my favorite actors. One of my favorite actors. Now, who is the other one that just passed away that to me Oh, what the hell was the, the guy that was in little best little whorehouse in Texas, and just recently passed here, you know, and did the Charles Durning, the uh, t- Charles Durning. That's right. 
I, I have, for the longest time, always confused the two of them for whatever reason. Sidestep, that's the song you're thinking of. Greatest, one of the greatest. Yes. No, I mean, it's a good song from the Broadway production, but the way they produced it in the movie was just fantastic. Just simply oh. fantastic. I got to give you one more story or one more little headline before we uh, uh, go away here. We're going to talk about this more on Saturday. From autorentalnews.com, Uber rides decrease 94%. Put a pin in it, son. Put a pin in it. That's it. So it is time to say goodbye for this Thursday. No show tomorrow is normal. We'll see you Saturday morning, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, right here on RadioTFI.com. Until then, this is John Shannon. Adios. See ya!